Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Jill Tolman. This is AOPA's pilot briefing for the week of January 16th, 2023, bringing you the top five things you need to know in general aviation news this week. This is AOPA's pilot briefing. Your general aviation news update brought to you by the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Well, we had a fairly quiet week up until the FAA decided to liven things up a bit by grounding the entire United States on January 11th for several hours. An overnight failure of the FAA system that distributes notices to air missions, what you know as NOTAMs, was the culprit, and the FAA called a ground stop for several hours until it could be resolved. The ground stop halted hundreds of airline departures, though many operations did continue. And if this was the first time you heard that the FAA changed the name of NOTAMs from Notices to Airmen to Notices to Air Missions, my advice is to listen to this podcast or read AOPA's website more frequently, because we told you about it when it happened back in 2022. The FAA has approved a software fix that will correct an issue with Garmin GFC 500 autopilots with optional auto trim that could trigger potential trim runaway. Garmin made this announcement January 12th. The software glitch was announced back in November, and the only way to resolve it was to pull the autopilot, placard it in-op until it could be removed by an avionics shop and have a servo disconnected. Garmin says the software fix will be issued in the next few weeks. This glitch, by the way, did not affect GFC 500 autopilots installed in Cirrus SR-20 and SR-22 aircraft. Last week, I told you that the FAA caused some consternation when it left off some aeronautical details of foreign airspace from sectional charts. Well, they're apparently not finished. This time, uh, it came to the attention of pilots that the FAA intends to retain and chart only private airports with landmark value beyond February 23rd. There will be no sudden concerted effort to remove private airports from the charts wholesale. The FAA said we likely will not see many significant changes in the short term. Private airports will continue to be routinely evaluated as they always have been, but the decision about whether to add or retain private airports will no longer consider their emergency use value. About one-third of Piper aircraft owners surveyed by AOPA have completed a wing spar inspection on their aircraft, and about the same percentage of Cessna owners surveyed also completed the inspection. The survey of more than 600 respondents found that eddy current inspections to identify damaged wing spars are available within 150 miles, but they're not cheap. Most range from $1,000 to $2,000, according to the survey respondents. The FAA issued a wing spar directive in 2021 that affects approximately 5,440 of 10,881 models in the Piper fleet. Finally, two sustainable aviation competitors are set to begin hydrogen-powered test flights of their twin turboprop regional airliners. The race is on, and it's anyone's game. United Kingdom-based Zero Avia has secured a Part 21 permit from the UK Civil Aviation Authority to fly its 19-seat Dornier 228 that has been retrofitted with the company's prototype hydrogen electric powertrain 
powering the propeller on the left wing. The company expects to have a certifiable powertrain submitted by the end of this year. Meanwhile, Universal Hydrogen has rescheduled the first flight of its converted Dash 8 300 for January. Universal Hydrogen aims to produce hydrogen-powered iterations of the 50-seat Dash 8 aircraft and hopes to begin delivering converted 70-seat ATR-72 and ATR-42 twin turboprop aircraft in 2025. The future is hydrogen. To get the full story of everything you heard here today, visit AOPA.org. Don't forget to follow us on social media. And if you have an Amazon Alexa device, you can now listen to this podcast by saying, Alexa, play pilot briefing on TuneIn. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jill Tallman. Fly safe, fly often. I'll talk to you again next week.